Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Dean Blandino here, and I can tell you unequivocally that call was 100% wrong. Lions with it, second and goal from the eight. Down six, but on the move. Chris, working from the gun, looks out to the right, now checks out that Viking defense. Takes the snap, back to pass, looks right, got Chase in the end zone, touchdown, Detroit Lions! That's it, pack the bag, start the plane, this game is over! How big is that? And now it's time to start the Detroit Lions podcast. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions podcast post-game show with your hosts... Chris and Case. Hey, howdy ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast, the live post-game show. This is our 172nd episode, and it's the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Mike the Ambling Bastard. Welcome back to the show, my man. Thank you, Chris. Good to be back. Yeah, Yeah, good to have you. Um, (laughs) Sorry it's not under better uh, circumstances. Uh, It was a tough game out there, huh? Indeed, yeah. If only we could have been doing this after a similar performance to what we saw against the Patriots, eh? Yeah, yeah. Shall have my friend. Shall have <laughs> All right, well, we're going to talk about the game, a couple things that went on, players that, players that did well, players that didn't. Uh, have a roundtable discussion. We'll take your calls as usual. Got a great show here. Are you ready to go, Mike? I am. Let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right, a couple of quick announcements first. Make sure to check us out and help us out on Patreon. Special thanks to Dylan from... Guam! Oh, very nice. And of course, our very first donor, Mathis, and Brian B. from I Prevail, IPrevailBand.com. New album coming out soon, one you won't want to miss. Um, join the Patreon crew. Get into the Slack chat. Had a very wild chat going today. Good one. Um, Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Or you can go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. And click on the Patreon link, and uh, we're, we're rocking. This is the last week with no pre-show video for our Slack friends. Um, it's uh, I'm going to be from live from Puerto Rico, so we're uh, we're doing one more from the road, and we'll be back. So Patreon.com, don't forget, join as little dollar a month, as little as a dollar a month, you can join the crew and uh, take part in all that fun. Uh, don't forget to give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, and of course on the Twitter cheese, Twitter machine at DET Lions podcast, DET Lions podcast. It's the very best place to see Mike. With no trousers on because they are still called trousers. <laughs> on that side of the pod, that's right. And here on YouTube, as you see us, uh, the folks watching the live show live, uh, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, make sure to give us a uh, subscribe there. We need a couple more subscribers to get to that special magic number that YouTube wants to give you. And uh, once we get there, we uh, get all kinds of benefits for you and for us. Again, YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Give us a subscribe. Hit the button to know when we go live because we're going to be doing a lot more of that as the season goes on. Lastly, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find us. Give us those reviews. We love those five-star reviews. And uh, 
We love it when you guys tell others about us. So share us with your friends. We love to be shared. All right, let's get into this. This is no time for a quick release. We're going deep. All right, here it is. It is the live post-game show after a difficult loss to the Dallas Cowboys. It, it was a loss that never should have been with a an officiating crew that never should have been. But, I mean, you can't blame them entirely for the loss, but we certain, they certainly weren't on our team, I'll say that. No, I'd be inclined to agree with that. Um, there was, I think you could chalk that up to, to, to definitely, there were some questionable calls without a doubt. Um, I know full well we're going to be getting into the, the well, shall we say, the, the penalty that should not have been mm. um, against Aquara and the penalty that should have been with some clear holding on a big third and long play. So uh, that's one aspect I'm love us to get into a bit, but no, we never found our rhythm today. The Lions, they didn't fire as well as they did on all cylinders against the Pats. Simple as that. No, no, um, they did not. <laughs> the defense spent way too long being ground down by, uh, by, by Zeke, frankly, mm-hmm, <laughs> let's, mm-hmm. let's be honest. He, uh, look at, looking at his post-game stats, I mean, what was it, something like 25 carries for 150-odd yards, and he was their second longest yardage receiver with 88 yards off four receptions? Yep. Uh, yeah, they couldn't contain him one way or the other, whether he was rushing or, or receiving. He, he was a force to be reckoned with, and we weren't able to stop him. No, it, it really sucked. <laughs> Frankly, it, it, it really, really <laughs> sucked. Um, it, it, was, it was painful to watch, wasn't it? Yes. For one reason or another, it was uh, so painful to watch. Especially so when you knew that clock was counting down with a field goal at the end. Yeah, I knew we scored early. I mean, you never want to say don't score or hold the ball, right? Because scores <laughs> come whenever they come. But um, it was – you just knew there's too much time left. They had over two minutes. It's an eternity in the NFL. And, oh, absolutely. I mean, the way Zeke was just tearing our defense up, it was it was horrific. It was just horrific, man. Well, it, we've, been, we've been renowned for having almost non-existent run defense for far too long. And today just really highlighted that that is still an ongoing issue for the Lions, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, you can't have a defense on the field. I think they, they're, they'll do okay in small bursts. Um, but when they spend any kind of time on the field, they will get exposed and you will get beaten, period. That's the time of possession on offense really is a key indicator for how this team – although, what was it? They had they had the majority of the time of possession in the first half and uh, still didn't seem to help them. So No, no, it didn't. But the other thing, if you look at how long the Dallas drives were, the amount of plays they were getting off in their drives, I mean, we were talking 13, 15 plays in, in some of their drives, certainly in the latter half of the game. And the 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 rate of attrition for our defense. I mean, they were they were working hard. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; they weren't working particularly well, but they were working hard. Um, there is a distinction which yeah, I think is important to draw. There, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, but, uh, it's a distinction without the difference when you look at the scoreboard, right? <laughs> yeah, tragically so. Yeah, so yeah, that, that was uh, that was one of the problems we had. The big problems we had um, was that we just kept at the out far too long. The offense. Stalled, three and out, couldn't get going. Our run game. How much of Carry On Johnson do you think we saw today? Um, not, oh, enough. not enough. That's not <laughs> an acceptable answer. <laughs> <laughs> not enough Carry On and, and far too much uh, Legarrette. 
to be honest. I, yes. I, I, lo- I like him a lot, um, but he's just on the field way, way too much. We, I don't understand it. I don't understand how we, why we use him the way we do or how. Uh, I know we want to, in a way, he helps grind a defensive line down and, and mm-hmm. we get a benefit out of that, but that wasn't, that wasn't the game we were playing today. It was like, no. it was just, is it Jim Bob Cooter? Is this really where we're at? And now. <laughs> See, we weren't saying this a week ago, were we? No, no. we Because he, he called a decent game and, and we schemed well. But now yeah. we, we come against the lowly Patri- Patriots, <laughs> lowly Cowboys. I can't even talk. I'm so frustrated. Um, <laughs> the lowly Cowboys and we just, we didn't show up. And and Wings fan one, who was my partner in crime at the uh, Tampa game last year, uh, calls it here. Only two penalties called on the Cowboys all day, and there was um, plenty to freaking choose from. Straight up, I mean the the Colin Kennard for holding on a run. I, this it's 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 the officiating was straight ass. And look, I know it's not fixed. I I. I I know in my heart of heart it's not fixed. Obviously, you can't know. It's unknowable unless you're you're in there. But it, it had every appearance of being fixed yet again here in Dallas, didn't it? it? It did, yeah. The amount of holds that I was seeing going down from the Dallas players that simply weren't getting flagged. Yeah. I, I, and it beggars belief how if, if, if someone... Um, from with with my football background, and as you know, full well, Chris, I don't have a massive in-depth football background. I'm a relatively well, you, recent fan. I've been there four years. I've been. Well, you just learned there wasn't a keeper in the game. That was good this the summer. We went over that. Hey, so <laughs> you, you just learned there wasn't a keeper in the game. You learned that over the summer this yeah, year. Yeah, that, that good. surprised me. But when you see how high the goalposts are, you can't really blame them for not having <laughs> that. Some sort of athletic freak you need. But no, seriously, the um, and you can touch it with your hands. That's a good part. Well, you can. Uh, that helps. That helps. You, yeah. you you were better on defense oh, before, yeah. before you knew that. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, so I mean, the, the officiating. I can see holds going on, and yeah, granted, I'm looking at it from a TV angle, but you can also see the guy in the black and white stripes who's on the pitch or field, I should say, whose job it is to spot these things. Yep. Yep. They, how it, do you not? Simply, how do you not? That's 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 the question. The, um, and only two penalties. And there were so many. And and look, the the hit on deck. Let's 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 start with that. The the completely legitimate sack that that got flagged. That was a hundred percent ridiculous. That was Agreed. that gave them a quarter of a field. It was a swing of about twenty three yes. yards. Yep. And yep. when you get the refs giving you twenty three yards on offense, that's a big help. That's definitely a big help. Now oh, CJ saying, "Come on, it wasn't fixed." And I said, "I know it's not fixed." In my heart of hearts, I know it's not fixed. But boy, if you ever want to look at a game, at least so far this year, and 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 look at the wild, you know, missed calls and the bullshit calls, and say and see them going in one direction, this is a great game to look at. It gives every mm-hmm. um, inclination. Of looking as if it was fixed, you know what I mean? It was just yeah. horrible officiating, yeah. horrible that defensive hold, and then they didn't call. I don't think they called any holding on on the Dallas line today, did they? Not that I know. Uh, of. Was there one towards the? No, you're right. I don't think it was a holding holding penalty that got called. Yeah, it's. No, I, I mean, don't believe there was any holding, but I guarantee you, I saw three, four at least. Easy, big ones, right? Big ones. Oh yeah, significantly <laughs> impacting the game without, with, with no doubt at all. Uh, can we can we go into this bit about the Aquara, the sack that that wasn't? Yeah, yeah, please, because so, that was that's a game changer right there. 
absolutely i think it's worth sort of focusing on that because i'm sure it's going to be um something that uh fellow lions fans and listeners and viewers to this will want us to touch on so there was no whistle on the play the, the play wasn't blown dead before he, that was hit right there was absolutely no whistle on that simple as that so you play to the whistle uh, as a as a as a professional player you play to the whistle it's that simple the referees are controlling the game allegedly Mm -hmm. um there was no whistle prior to the hit um Dak went down and stood back up again Mm -hmm. as a quarterback he should bear some responsibility in my view if you're going down you know you're down you stay out the way because you're gonna get hit Mm -hmm. uh that's that's partly my take on it don't know if you watched the halftime show um, on Fox. The subject was brought up and was very, very quickly steered away from by the pundits. And that, to me, just made me think the whole America's team thing all yeah. over again. Oh, it's America's team. Let's not talk about that because, yeah. obviously, the Lions are in the wrong because the Lions are always in the wrong. Um, but then you saw Stafford get taken down, was it the last series of quarter two? Um yeah, it was. It was on a first and ten. Uh, Stafford was sacked. Uh, that, I believe, possibly would have been a roughing the passer call that wasn't. Did you see how the, the angle of Stafford's neck as he was taken down? Um, yes, the the where it was folded in moon shaped backwards, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't a call. There's there's no suplex. There's no- Thank you, Samson. Also known as Josh, yeah, he uh, <laughs> he, and, and no call, right? And it came by in the in the uh, in the chat. You know, we have zero rough in the passer calls in our favor, and Stafford has been folded in half all over the place. It's it's yeah. scorpioned from Joe B. There you go. Yeah, I always got the good help in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I find you. I can see that. All right, uh, let's see. T.J. Lang. That's a topic of discussion I, in the chat. People are saying he sucks, and other people are standing up for him. Here's there's there's two pieces to this. Uh, and we saw it uh, against the Patriots. TJ Lang is still a great player. He plays great when he's on the field, but availability is becoming a real issue. Mm-hmm. And availability is uh, half of the equation. You know, talent is the other half. You could, yeah. uh, if you know, if Calvin Johnson could only play two games a year, how great is Calvin Johnson? Right. I mean, exactly, he, yeah. he doesn't doesn't bring you any value. And uh, the thing with TJ getting hurt, it sucks, right? He's a funny guy, nice guy. Seems like he's a Detroit mm. guy, right? Straight, straight out of Detroit. Grew up in Detroit, and uh, loves the city. But you know, he's he's getting old. He's hurt. He, I don't, you know, you know, you want him to play well. Look at Ziggy. People say Ziggy's good. He's never on the fucking field. And look how much money we're paying <laughs> that guy. Jesus Christ, man! It's well, he, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So Lang went out with a concussion, didn't he? Uh, I think it was, yeah. I, I didn't know if they said that it was, but he uh, he okay. took a crack in the head. That, Just that was concussion. How much of an impact do you think that had on our run game? I Because I... I saw that being thrown around on Twitter, saying our run game's gone to absolute rats since uh, since Lang went out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that the line was overpowered all over the place today. They were they were mm. like a sieve. Couldn't even get out of the backfield on on a bunch of plays, and um, yeah, it, <laughs> you're not going to get yards if you can't get started. So no, hundred percent no. I saw saw some uh, some appalling attempts at blocking uh, uh, from Wagner at least twice. He was people were just stepping around him like he was a, a cone training cone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
which genuinely surprised me because I hold him in much higher regard than than what I saw from him at times today. I'm not saying he had a bad game throughout, but mm-hmm. there was a couple of times when Stafford was under an awful lot of pressure. Um, and you, the, the, the pressure was coming through Wagner. Right. Um, let's talk about the, some, some let's, let's do some, before we get on uh, any more bad kind of players, so let's talk about some good players, some highlights oh, from yeah, today. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, well, you want to start with Golden Tate? Yeah, I do want to start with Golden Tate. All right. Absolutely outstanding. Um, the Yak Master, Golden Tate, I think we can call him. Yeah, yeah. His, his, his groundwork is... Uh, is unbelievable. Um, the power he's... out of his little body when it's taken three people to take him down and he's still mm. grinding. It's like, I don't expect that. He's he's shifty. He's slippery. He's got this wicked-ass spin move that people miss him yeah. all the time. Oh, but yeah. then he gets and he just, when he puts his shoulder down, right, and he powers. He's got way more power than that little body shows. Way more yeah. power. Damn, he's Absolutely. great. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the announcers made a point. Uh, he's like, he, he's, once he's got the ball, he's like a running back with it. Yeah. Yeah. But a shifty running back. He's good. Um, uh, he's, he's, he's the all rounder. If we had, if we'd had him two, three years prior to the, to when we actually signed him. Yeah. And, uh, um, well, we probably would have had to lose him because the cap space hit would be too big for us. We could have let go of Titus a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's let's go into another player though, uh, Kenny Golladay. Oh, Kenny G. Let me throw the phone number out there really quick, and then we'll talk about Kenny. Is that okay? Let me. Okay, do... yeah, yeah, go for it. All right. So you guys want to join us? Feel free to give us a call. You can call us on uh, the Skype at Detroit Lions Podcast. It's all one word: Detroit Lions Podcast. Or if you want to use your plain old telephone, you can do that. It's um, two four eight. Oh my god, I gotta remember the number. It's 248-782-8384. 248-782-8384. I've only been saying it for almost what is it, four years now? And I, I still can't remember. I'm an idiot. So uh two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. Feel free to give us a call and uh we'll we'll put you on the on the show here. Okay. Kenny Galladay, let's uh let's dive in on that. Kenny Galladay. Uh four receptions, seventy four yards. That's not bad, right? It's Average of uh, what was it, eighteen and a half? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that there's some good numbers. He's really turning into something, isn't he? He is. He is. I genuinely think his will be the next jersey that I buy. Not I'm a carry-on. Well, now there's a thought. I'm no. No, <laughs> no, it's probably going to be a Golladay one. Is the, is the um, Maybe if they would play carry on once in a while, you'd, you'd be more inclined to get a jersey. So, carry on. I was I was puzzled by how he was used today. Yeah, there wasn't. Then we didn't see much of him. Nine carries he had uh, throughout the game for fifty-five yards. Um. I think we've still got the, the a solid foundation for a run game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't used to good effect today. Um, hey, caller, how are you doing? Sure Hello, caller. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How are you doing? What's your name, man? Good, man. My name is Austin, calling from Lansing. How are you doing, Austin? That was a tough game today, wasn't it? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Sorry, a little distracted. I'm just carrying my newborn son here while we were cheering on the line. Oh, don't worry, buddy. But, uh, throw him on the hip and keep moving. 
<laughs> but Mike, it's good to see you again. Uh, welcome oh, back. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Um, <laughs> and of course, Chris, good to talk to you too, man. I just, I, I guess I just need to talk to you guys to kick that toaster off the ledge because I really thought we had this one. And man, it's just so heartbreaking because I don't know, I don't know what it is. We're just like that one step off away from getting it. And, you know, I don't know if it's like the players, the coaching, the refs. It just seems like right when we need something to happen, just one of the, one of those things falls through. And I just, uh, I know, man, it, it, it really is. And it's, it's unfortunately been the life of a Lions fan, and this I did I didn't expect a loss this week. I I, I really didn't. And you're right. It it doesn't like the Jets was was an anomaly. I'm I'm not really gonna refer to that game much, but th- this game it was right. like we were like one step off throughout the game. I mean, we had the lead early, and it was like okay, things are going going well. But once those flags started flying, and and that Dak. <laughs> bullshit play um it, it suddenly it, a switch was flipped and and this is you know this is an alliance tradition i think it's it's not i mean we watch the lions we see it but we see it happen to a lot of teams when something like that happens something so out of the ordinary like what happened with dak it flusters the team and they have a hard time pulling it back together and i mean the lions of of historical legend would have just crumbled this would this would have been a 53 to six game right but they they, they didn't yeah. fall apart like that but they weren't able to get that edge back and the, the again look the officiating was a significant part of this game you can't blame the officials for the loss but you can certainly it affects a game plan it affects the way players play and um it, it just really put a shitty color on this whole thing and then you turn around and you and and the team just is that why they don't get edge? Are they are they holding off just a little bit? They don't want to hit. I mean, there was no pressure on Dak all day, right? I mean, it was that was, mm, it was bad. Right. But you're right. It, it just felt like they're like one step sh- short, one step shy. Jared Davis looked pretty good out there today. In, in that you didn't see much of him up except on the one play to Zeke. And uh, I mean, right. you get a linebacker playing what thirty yards, twenty yards downfield in coverage. He did fine. He, I mean, and that was. Yeah, and that was kind of like the story of the day. Like, we were right there to make the play. Like, Agnew was right there to make the play each time, but he was just like a step behind or, or Jared was a step behind. And, you know, and it just – and like you're saying with those calls, it, I felt like we could overcome them, but it was just enough to kind of take the edge off. Yeah. Where we were just – it just deflated us just a little bit where we then give up another pass and then another run. And Yeah. And- like, like I said, I don't know – if it's players, if it's coaching, if it's—I think it's the know, team we, we, makeup. There's yeah. there's a scheme, you know. Matt Patricia, they the Belichick did it to him uh, last year, right? Left him with a shit defense and said, "Make it work." And you know, you're a rocket right. scientist. You do, it. and he did, and he got him to the Super Bowl with with a, a bunch of not good players. Um, I think that the way the draft is shaken out for next year, um, the defensive line. Um, depth of talent that's going to be available. I think, you know, hey, we got we got Ziggy, we got, you know, he's coming back. We got we'll be okay and then we'll fill it up, you know, we'll fill up the tank with defensive players in the next draft and free agency because we're going to have a ton of money available in uh in free agency this right. year, right? And I think that's the, the the plan to bring the the super talent into defense next year. And um it's really showing though. It's really hurting us this year in inability, you know, 
he's a, he's the head coach, and you saw him over there coaching the defense. He wasn't even watching the offense. Yeah, Jim Bob. Yeah. God, Jim Bob, go go make that work. I, I just hate those words; they're scary. But he he's out there trying to fix that. So I don't think we have the front seven players we need. I think we're in a new scheme, and they're trying to figure it out. Um, I I I. I I see a lot of adjustments come in the offseason. I don't think the season's over by any stretch. I think it's going to be tough to make the playoffs now. I, I think it's going to be really tough to make the playoffs now. Yeah. It is, We're and I feel home. like this is a bad game on tape, too. I yeah. mean, Dallas is just pretty one-dimensional, and Zeke had like 250 yards on his own. And I just worry other teams are going to look at that and exploit, exploit it. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's going to make it hard for Stafford in the offense if, if they got to, you know, put up that many points in order for us to have a chance. Yeah, can you imagine what it's going to be like playing against Todd Gurley? Oh, don't even say it. Because they, oh, they killed the Vikings. The Vikings, they, they did all right, but, man, that Rams offense was so scary to watch. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for the call. Um, give your son a hug right. for me. Congratulations on the new baby. Buddy. We'll do. I'll hang up and listen. All right. We'll listen to you guys. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, yeah, bro. Take care, Austin. All the best. All right. <clears throat> so Austin has a point that we were we were that we were just that step behind, and I think we've we've touched on a number of different aspects of the game. That if you could if you could have any one of those turn in our favour, this wouldn't be a two point loss, and he's only a two point loss. You said earlier, Chris, that the Lions of old would have crumbled, and this would have been a fifty somewhat thrashing. Yeah, you know, yeah. the margin the margin between teams would have been you know shameful. Yeah, it, it two point bad. loss isn't shameful, uh-uh. but In on Dallas. the back of that game, it's bloody frustrating. Is what it comes down to. Yeah, and you could change it. You could change any one of a number of minor things that we saw in in that display, that three hour display of uh, football, and 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 the outcome would have been different. It was it was hard to watch. I mean, it was like as far as yeah, putting a product on the field or a product on TV, that was just a. It was really difficult to watch. There's so much. It, Patricia said it, I guess, in halftime. I heard him reference it, but there was so much bad football on my TV screen today mm-hmm. from both teams. It was it was just ugly. It wasn't even like you know an old school you know rumble. It was just bad football. It wasn't mm-hmm. fun to watch. Even when we were in the lead, it was like, oh God, what's up with this game? It wasn't. It wasn't entertaining. No, and it certainly wasn't convincing that we were going to keep the lead at any point. I was, I was, I was waiting. Sounds horrible to say. I was waiting for us to lose it because I could just, it just didn't feel like we were in command, like we were against the Patriots. We were, we, we can, we dominated that game. It was, it was. Man, I wish we could have done a post game show after that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I'd have felt a lot better about it. Hey, but, caller, how you doing? What's your name? Uh, I'm Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Uh, I just want to talk about the the refereeing in that game. It was it was bloody dreadful. Uh, and and the thing that really annoyed me is every 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 time they they miss something, the the commentators. I, I quite like Charles Davis. I think he's an okay dude. But every time they'd miss a call, it would be, well, you can't see that at the speed of the game. Oh, it's easy to see that when it's slowed down. The referee stood right bloody in front of him. <laughs> If we'd mm-hmm. seen someone like that in the bloody Premier League, you know, he'd be getting bloody abused and we'd be all over the yeah. bloody telly. He, he, you know, that that you, you made a great point. They kept saying that, well, we get it slowed down. That is the dumbest excuse that I've ever seen 
repeated multiple times uh, uh, for poor ref- officiating. It was so bad. Don't that mm-hmm. was just pure excuse making. And and I don't know if I mean like like I said, and I don't. I'm gonna, I have to preface this because people get get nervous. I don't think it was fixed, right? But if you're looking at a game and you want confirmation bias about a football game being fixed, this is the game you watch. Mm-hmm. And the announcers are right there in on it saying, oh, well, we could watch it slow. It's, it's so well, I've only been a Lions fan about, you know, six odd years. But it seems every time we bloody play Dallas, it's the same story over and yeah. over again with the referees. Yeah, there's always at least one or two big elements of the game that are impacted by the refs, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it drives me insane. It's, you know, you, you get it with other teams, you know, you get one or two calls, but it seems every time we play Dallas, it's, some, it's something with it. Mm. And and how old is this? I'm not, I'm not sure of the ages, but how <laughs> old is this freaking referee? <laughs> he needs to get himself some spectacles, I think. He can't see these holds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were happening all over the place as well and getting passed over. Very frustrating. All right. Well, Glenn, thanks a lot for calling, man. I'm 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 sorry that you you invested the time <laughs> to get so frustrated <laughs> with this team. I, mean, I, I absolutely love this this team and have been watching the same kind of thing for years. But um, it's it it, it I know it's going to turn around soon. I know oh, I love them too, but but God, they're frustrating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the abused spouse syndrome. They all say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't quit the pain. <laughs> Alright, then we're gonna run. Thanks, man. Thanks. Cheers, Call from unknown caller. Yeah. Unknown caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so there we are. Um refs did have something that was funny against uh the 49ers. Uh how are we doing? We got a we got a caller. What's your name? This is Arthur. Hey Arthur, how you doing? Yeah. Get to hang out with Hey, what's the... up, man? Hi. Hey, Arthur. Yeah, <laughs> I get to hang out with Arthur at training camp. Yeah, nice. yeah, that was a good time. This not so much. Nah, this isn't um, as fun as that was. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm right now. I got to be honest. I've got no juice, so I'm gonna try to get this to go here. Um, man, it's just, it's just so frustrating. I mean, this whole thing with. I want to know if if it's just me here. Okay, I, I feel like, and I try to. I watch other teams. I watch. I, I, I try to pay attention to the rest of the league. I do a pretty good job of that. And I don't know if anybody feels like this, but I feel like when we're our offense, if I could sum it up, I don't. I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, shitty play, play calling, but we all know that. But I mean, just it just seems like, like, like say if you had to, you know, you stalled out in your car and you have to push it. You know, you start pushing it and then it. And it starts going to get to you there. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're always at the starting point of pushing the car. Like mm-hmm. we're never, it's always like every time the play's over, it's just like a complete reset. There's no fluidity to mm-hmm. this offense at all. Yeah. There's um, a penalty or there's somebody's hurt. Like yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. It, 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 it's always I'm, uphill. It's always uphill. Yeah. It's there's, just like, even no with reason. this guy's play calling, it's like, I feel like, and last week was the first time that I really felt like, okay, we have some good coaching. Like this was some good coaching. I knew that the JVC stuff was a little bull gold, but man, this guy, there's, it's just, if anything happens right with the offense, it's our players. It's, I never feel like, wow, that was really, I mean, once in a while, 
you know, like a play or two, but to like a game? No, it never happens. We never scheme right. We did against the Patriots. That was that was yes. That that's was what I'm saying. Such like, that was a like, great yeah. feel, man. It's like you know what's in there, right? You know you saw great players play well against some really really good players. I mean, we shut down Tom Brady and and uh, good offense. You look at them today; they're doing they're they're, they're just smoking the Miami uh, Dolphins. It's um we we can do it. We have the players. We have the ability. I I, I know people saying you know don't blame the refs. Look, and we're not blaming the refs for the loss. But no, the officiating was absolute too. shit. And and there is a lot to be said to flow, just like you said, Arthur. The flow of the game and this kind of ticky-tacky shit and inconsistent shit really leaves the players guessing at what they can and can't do on the field. You know what i got to say about that, Chris? I'm so tired of people in there. Especially, you know, we're all Twitter guys, right? So let's yeah, just say it. Yeah. Okay, this, this authoritative shit all the time. Hey, guys, don't... Like, nobody's sitting here saying, nobody thinks, you know, we might say it when we're pissed or something. Okay, newsflash, everybody. We don't think that the refs actually have it out for the Lions. Nobody's really saying that, okay? Regardless, that it's, when you have a discrepancy, we suck today. We didn't play well today. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't take away the fact that, just like uh, Mike was saying to start the thing, Look, man, it goes both ways. Okay, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna sit here and say, yeah, we were holding on those plays, on most of them, anyhow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were guilty of those penalties. Mm-hmm. You can't sit here and say that 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 the Cowboys were doing the same thing, especially on that Harold. That was a huge fucking play, man. Yeah. When Harold just got molested on the edge like that, that was a huge play. That was a third down play. They don't get that fourth down. It's it's it, the plays. They don't get that touchdown without that play. That's right. So no. I mean, just it has to go both ways, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're you're you're, you're not wrong. And I, I I'm going to say that this week isn't there, but I've I've been sliding this up in under the camera here. <laughs> we got the Detroit Lions toaster prop in here. Um, it's it's still in the box. It's not not, not ready to to jump in the tub yet. And I uh, got to give props to Peter Von Panda. Yeah. He sent this to us. But Can keep your toasters handy. Keep your toasters handy. Yes, go ahead. Okay, this is what I want to say. Uh, what, what? Can we quit pussyfooting around with Carrie on Johnson, please? Yes. I mean, can we just quit? I mean, Jesus. I mean, enough already. I mean, everybody can see it. This guy is really good. I'm not saying give the guy 40 touches a game. I don't think anybody is. Yeah. But for God's sake, for a quarter and a half of time, he doesn't see the fucking ball. Come on. And and this is this is ridiculous. You saw a lot in 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 the few times we saw him in this game. You saw some some key. You know, pieces. He's slippery as hell, like we've always known and we've always said. Carrion Johnson can move, can find a hole, can he it, what was it, his first run in the game, he slid through like <laughs> he made himself Sorry. skinny yeah. as hell, right? And zipped through there. And then what, what was it, Heath that he put out? I mean he, he put his shoulder yeah. down. This yeah, and, and, ran his ass over. Right, right. And you look at I look at him and I say he's not that big of a guy, right? I mean he's 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 a fine sized football player, but he's not a big running back, right? You you seeing him next to Blunt, and you're like, <laughs> Jolly Green Giant Jack in the Beanstalk, right? But uh, he put he put Heath down. He has power that is I don't know where it's coming from, but it's awesome. He reminds me of AJ Green like that. AJ Green looks like a slight built guy, but that guy's he's a strong receiver. He he's he's a real strong receiver. He doesn't go down easy. He's real strong, just physically strong, and I just think that's kind of way carry on is but i'm gonna let you go guys i'm gonna listen in all right buddy thanks for calling arthur
Take care, Arthur. Cheers. All right. So, hey, um, really quick, I do got to touch on this, uh, you know, this spectacular toaster from Mm. Peter Von Panda. And make sure to check him out. It's quite something, isn't it? Yeah. He does all kinds of reviews. You may find a toaster review if you go to youtube.com slash Peter Von Panda. He's got some great stuff there. Uh, Funny guy. Absolutely hilarious. Make sure you check his stuff out. Also, if, you know, you go there and you see one of those toasters, you're like, damn, that's some wicked-ass toast. You know how to get it, right? Do you know how to get it? I'll tell you how to oh, get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. <laughs> and then you get yourself uh, on the shop link. It'll take you to Fanatics. You get the toaster. You can get jersey. You can get anything you want. God, I thought I had a mini stroke there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, get all your all your Lions gear. It's a great way to support the show. They give us a little kickback. Uh, DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Hit the shop link for Amazon, Fanatics, Geek, all that stuff. And uh, they help us out. You never pay more, but it's a great way to help us out. Doing something you can do anyway. The toaster for reals. This, this is going to become... More than just a, a, you know, this is just the start. This is going to be a, become an integral part of the show, as will the toast that comes out of it. All right. What what say you on Jamal Agnew? <laughs> Where to begin? I like Jamal Agnew as a returner. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> I'm not sure. Today, um, today he. I'm trying to think what was there anything good about his game today? Because he mainly didn't do very well. No, no, he didn't. Hey, Carl, ah, did you want to talk about uh, Jamal Agnew? One exception, Jamal Agnew. Yeah, I'd love to talk about Jamal Agnew. All right, you know, I thought he did it. I thought he did a great job. You know, on offense coming around the corner. Yeah, yeah, that was a good the sweep. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Well, he can't cover. He can't cover anybody. No, no. no. I think I think we found a role for him, and it's not as a a cornerback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Return the main thing that I was calling calling in about. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh yeah. The main thing I wanted to call and talk about is you know Lions fans need to relax. You know. The Matt Patricia era has just begun. Okay. Yep. Yep. Bill Belichick went zero and four his first season with the Patriots, five and eleven altogether. You know, Lions fans, I hate to break it to you, this is going to be a rough season. But you know what? It's going to be worth it in the long run. I mean, the the mentality of this team is completely different. You know, we're running towards the ball, we're flying towards the ball. I love what I saw out of, out of uh, JD today. Did a great job, but Lions, we just need to be uh, patient. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. You're you're absolutely right. And um, boy, it's um, it's hard to hear right the idea that it's going to be a rough year. But this team, if we think about it, this team has improved. I mean, the improvement from the San Francisco game to the Patriots game was just massive. We did not expect this at all, right? I mean, I mean. We wanted a win, but we didn't expect the win that we got there. That was a complete, absolutely complete game. That was the kind of team that we really, really wanted to believe we had and and, mm-hmm. and we have all the time. It looks like maybe they regressed a little, but frankly, they didn't play absolutely horribly today, right? It was a two-point loss in Dallas. You look at the line in Vegas, you always get three points for being at home on top of you know whatever else is going on. It wasn't absolutely horrible. They were in the game to the very end. It wasn't some massive last-second comeback. This was, you know, and multiple required touchdowns to be in the game. 
This is a team that took one on the chin a couple times as far as adversity and uh, reacted well and, and played well, but just not quite good enough to win. There's going to be some heartbreakers this year, but um, hmm. they, 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 I don't know. I mean, I'm seeing Peter in the in the chat saying the Lions are too much of a big play team, and he feels like the Bears are more balanced. I would. I feel like we're more balanced. Um, not today, not today. But I feel like we're a pretty balanced team. We just have to be able to execute. Mm. Yes, exactly. exactly. Well, I'm gonna hang up and listen, Chris. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks no, for, that thanks was, for taking my call. Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's that. You know, it's good. It's it's definitely something we need to explore. The idea of maybe this team is not a, uh, you know, is this is it's going to be a long season, <laughs> right? We, we, we have to think about that as a possibility. I don't think it's going to be maybe as bad as he said it, but it's definitely time to start thinking about what does that mean and what does the season mean and the performance mean for this team. Yeah, I think there's an element of reality bites when it comes to yes, we have a rookie head coach. That's it. it it's a very valid point. Um, do we know, or do you, Chris? Do you know rookie head coaches with winning records in their first season? Is it? Is I don't it know off the top of my head. No, okie doke. See, we do have a a rookie head coach. We are not in the best of positions as regards injuries at key places, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You said earlier on playoffs. Playoffs would be a challenge. I'm. I have to say, I'm starting to think if we. Okay. Playoffs. This wasn't, <laughs> this wasn't. This wasn't the Lions that that we saw in week one and week two. It was a distinct improvement over that. For sure. But, yeah. Uh, absolutely. But, but 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 we didn't achieve what we did against the Pats, and I think it was Arthur that made the point about fluidity. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't there. Yeah. Um, it, it, it felt it felt stuttery, if you know what I mean, in terms of getting any sort of rhythm going. Um, and then there was one particular series, which I think was in the third quarter, where we just tripped ourselves up with flag after flag after flag. Um, because obviously we draw penalties when we're playing Dallas. Um it was the one where um, I think we had Decker was called for for a hold. There was a neutral zone infraction. Was that all in the same series? Maybe not. But yeah, very yeah. frustrating. Yeah, um, I'm not worried long term for You're sure. Not. But um, when you say long term, are you talking for the rest of this season or beyond this season? No, I think we'll be competitive for the rest of the season. I think it's going to be hard to be a playoff team this year. Um, mm. you know, my 10 and six is starting to lean a lot more towards eight and eight. <laughs> and, uh, like Joe B is saying, right. We're changing a culture, not just a team. And it just heard, yeah. um, I don't remember if where, I, where I heard it, but this is, that's exactly it. And you can't understate what that means. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everything is being changed in the lions organization, the team, the way they do things, how they eat every single thing. And it takes time. It takes time to get back into that and uh, and and be able to deal. And um, we're mm-hmm. doing better than we were. So yes, we'll go. We'll go from there. We'll see what we can do. Got a caller here. Hey, caller, what's your name? Man? Hey, it's Tony. Hey, Tony, how you doing? What's going on, man? Just trying to get over this loss right now, man. It's kind of tough pill to swallow. 
Uh, kind of a, more beer will get it down. More beer will help that pill. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, even though they're not a division rival, Cowboys are just one of those teams that I always, I you know, I really them. want to beat. Um, I hate them. I'm originally from the Philadelphia area, so the Cowboys are hated where I'm from. Yep. I'm a Lions fan, so I've kind of adopted that anti-Dallas mentality. And it seems like every time we play in Dallas, it's always some kind of Screw, something screwy happens with the refs. Mm. So it's always a controversial finish. Yeah, really hoping to get this one. Yeah, this, but uh, this... one thing I took away from this, the one positive I took away from this, was, oh my god, Kenny Galladay, man, that guy is going to be a hell of a player for us. Yeah, he looks he's... good. Yeah, he's he's he made some great catches. Why is he not yeah, on the sorry. field more? Why is he not on the field? No, that's the thing I don't I'm... understand. Yeah, it's, that's. It's like it seems like it's a common thing for the Lions over the years. At least what I've noticed is like when we have success with something, we stop using the thing that's given us success. Like carry on Johnson. I mean, like you said earlier, do, do I want him to get forty carries a game? No, but you know, nine carries, he was on the off the field for a whole quarter. You know what I mean? He, yeah. he was killing it today. And I mean, we started out yeah. and he was on the field and he ripped it. I mean, right yeah. out, right out of the gate, man. And it's like, yeah. all right, yeah. right. Thirty two yarder. And we went right yeah. back to running blunt, running blunt, running blunt. And it's like Jim Bob, man, because it worked last yeah. week, it isn't necessarily going to work yeah. this week, especially because they just saw it work. They're going to scheme for that. Do something different. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And uh, one more point I want to make, man, sure. TJ Lang, man, what do you think is going to happen with TJ Lang over the next season or so? Because, you know, I like the guy and he looks yeah. great when we're in there, but the guy just can't stay healthy. I guess today was a concussion, right? It wasn't yeah. his back today. Yeah, this one was. Guys can't stay on the field. This one was one of those ones. It's not his fault, right? But like we yeah. like, like we said, man, it's all about um, availability, and it, you, it's two things: it's talent and availability. Um, like we said, if Calvin Johnson could only play two two games a season for us, who wants Calvin Johnson? Yeah, right. And it's not enough. Exactly. You're not gonna put that You're money right. out there for that. T- and that's one of the real tough parts because, like you said, I love TJ Lang. He's got a great personality. He's a Detroit guy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's funny. And yes. I mean, him getting a concussion today, that kind of luck, I mean, that's actually the kind of luck we had all game. The two fumbles they lost, they dropped. We didn't get either yeah, one of them. We even had a chance at him, right? Yeah. Nothing bounced our way today. Uh, it just was, it was, it was uh, frustrating uh, like that. But uh, TJ's the same thing. I think he's a casualty right now of bad luck, and, and hopefully he can get healthy and stay healthy. But I, I don't yeah, know how long man. he hangs around if, if he can't get on the field. Same with Ziggy. I don't think he's going to be around. He he can't get on the field. He's not yeah. with it. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man, because like I said, he's a heck of a player. I love having him on the team. But, yeah. you know, it's just, man, you know, I just can't use it. seems like it's always one thing after another, which he said, it's that's fair. It's not his fault, but. Yeah, Man, and, you just would like seeing him on the field more, you know. And yeah, and that's the hard part about football. And, and you know, you love your players. It, it, you know, as there's the people side, and then there's the the game slash business side. The business side. Yeah, yeah. and and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I, I wish he got the money if you buy a Lang jersey, right? I'd, I'd buy a Lang jersey <laughs> and then say, "Hey, we gotta let you go because you can't be on the yeah. game and get to the yeah. field." You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's the kind of thing where my head's at with well, him. But. I want to hold up your show. I just want to say one more thing, and I'll get off. Um, look, going in next week, Packers. What do you? Where do you think we stand going against uh, the Packers at home next week? What do you think? I think we beat them. I honestly, straight up, think we beat the Packers. Yeah. I think we're, we're I, I built think we for the division. Too. I think we're built for the division, I, and um, we're we're going to do well this year in the division. Chicago's yeah, a little nervous. I hope so, man. I'm worried about. Uh, I, I hope so, man. About Mac. Well, Leo just Mack like is the guy that's just like. Me. Just like I feel like a lot of these teams, 
well, maybe not the Vikings, but a lot of these teams, I feel like with like the Packers and the Bears, and the Bears are a little more well-rounded now, but like the Packers, you know, it's just like this week. You know, we got you to stop one guy. We couldn't do that this week, so I'm hoping next week we can do that. Stop number twelve. Yeah. So yeah, we we can. Anyway, man, anyway, we can. Yeah. Well, anyway, man, great show. I just uh, thanks for letting me call in, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot for calling, man. All right. All right. All right. You can give us a call two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. That's two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. If you'd like to join, oh, we got someone joining right now. Let's bring them on. Hey, caller, what's your name? What's going on? Hey, what's going on? This is Finney. Hey, Finney, what's up? Hey, not too much, man. Uh, just wondering what you guys thought about uh, Jamal Agnew playing in the backfield. Uh, do you guys see that as sort of a, a promising sort of situation going forward? I like him better on our offense than I do on our defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he, you know, the the but, t- the Tate end around kind of play is one where he can execute well. The problem is, is anytime he's in the game, you're new, you know you're doing an end around at this point now, right? Because it's the only thing he that's can, a good point he can do. Uh, it's kind of like Riddick, you know, you you get this one or two trick pony, and then you can def- you get it just makes it that much easier to defend. So if he can if he I don't think he can turn into a wide receiver. So I'm not I'm not sure what we do with him. He's he's a great special teams uh, returner, but he's not a good cornerback. <laughs> no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Based on what we saw today. I think yeah. he, he has an interesting bit of versatility to the offense though. Um if 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 that could the one problem you get though is obviously if you start putting him in in, in, in the backfield on offense and all of a sudden he becomes the the guy to watch so he's he's sort of conspicuous by his his uh his uh his rare presence but it was really nice to see that variation on the offense something a little bit different and that he executed yeah. as well as he did too yeah it's a good point it's a good point so uh, what, what you do know, you think about? Like, go ahead, man. Sorry, well, I didn't yeah, want to step ahead. on you. Go ahead. No, I was no, just no, going to ask what you I'm thought gonna... about the Packers, and then tell us what you think about the Packers, and then hit into your what you were going to say. Sorry about stepping on you there. Well, you know the Packers. I mean, you know they they are not as concerning as they usually are. Um, at least this season, I think. Uh, I mean, I but they did. I mean, they they had their way with the Bills, but I feel like everybody has their way with the Bills. So. That's not that's too concerning. I'm, I'm more concerned about the Bears, man. I, I don't know what yeah. what that's going to look like for the rest of the season. Mac is just destroying teams, and so yeah. just not mm-hmm. not a good situation to have it in our division. But um, no. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting kind of rest of the season. Like you guys said, I mean, it, we, we we really like you said. I think we're just trying to get, get the long game figured out more so than you know necessarily this season. Yeah, yeah, I, I think mm. I think that's that's it. The long, the long view is the one we got to hold, and, and the difference I think now versus years past is you can see this organization has competent people in in there that are making competent decisions, both personnel selection decisions, and you know the way they're changing some of the things, the way they've been done because they haven't worked right, and and we've got mm. people who've won here yeah. before. 
and uh, that I think that's that's really important. So we'll we'll see. It's 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 definitely a long view thing. But like if we're having this, we have to take a long view conversation in three years. Um, this this team very well could could be in in in, in danger of not selling out <laughs> all season yeah. long. You know, because this is mm-hmm. people are really getting fed up with this stuff. And uh, again, I mean, it's it's. It's the play. It's the team. It's how they've 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 gone. You can say, you know, people will say, oh, "This is not the rest fault." It wasn't the rest fault we lost, but it was one more thing. Just like the balls bouncing today, when the the two fumbles, neither one of them bounced in our direction. You can't call that. We didn't lose the game because of that. But bounces of balls change games. All those damn things um, just yeah, affected just and nothing went our way, right? Yeah, it's true. Well, one last thing I just wanted to say was I don't know about you guys, but Galladay kind of reminded me of, a, of another guy on this team a couple of years ago, uh, probably a 81 light, but I mean, he, <laughs> he was looking pretty good, stretching himself out there. Yeah. Yeah. Some plays. yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, Jiggly Scrub is making a good point here. Let me, uh, let me get your, uh, your take on it. He says, um, he'd almost been okay trading two firsts for Mac. When you consider that we used first round picks on someone like Jared Davis and, uh, he said, "I'd rather have one Mac than two Davises." <laughs> oh man, I, I, you know, it's yeah. That's, that's I agree. There's no doubt. I mean, Davis, he, he's a, you know, he's got he's a high character guy, but man, I just I would rather have someone that's just dominating their position in Mac. There's no doubt about it. You know, we, we can all see what he's doing. You know, DeAndre Levy really didn't sort of didn't come out playing awesome early, and he came into his own. I, I just hope. That uh, Dallas uh, Davis kind of kind of grows the same way. Um, mm-hmm. Joe's talking about it. You know, he played a great game today. Still mistakes, right? I mean, you, you think about it. You yeah. have him in coverage and on that last throw to, that lost us the game. You get a linebacker in coverage. What was it? Twenty twenty five yards down the field against a running back, yeah. right? I mean, that's that's obviously yeah. a weak point for any linebacker to be in coverage there. And he was yeah. there. He was there, and he made the tackle at least. I mean, he, that I don't right. think he, he – I guess he could have played it better, but he played it well, right? He's been okay. He's definitely taken a step forward this year post-Jets game. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, well, he could grow into his own. He could become a DeAndre Levy. And, you know, in, in next year, if his game is elevated even more – you know that whole Jared Davis talk is going to be different. It's it's. I knew with Ebron, I just knew he wasn't going to work in Detroit. I knew he wasn't gonna wasn't gonna grow. I, I still think Davis yeah. can fill fit into this role, and mm-hmm. and it has a lot to do with his attitude and the way he approaches the game. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree. I, I can definitely. I, I definitely appreciate that point. Well, speaking of another guy who's probably not getting much play nowadays, what do you think about Abdullah's future in Detroit? Uh, <laughs> I don't know that he's going to see the field barring injury. And then, um, it's, it's interesting because yeah. if he's, if, if no one's going to trade for him, I'd almost be willing to find somebody else, uh, get some, some kind of defensive person on the roster and start getting them up to speed, a, a defensive line player. I don't know who, um, yeah. is Hankins still available? <laughs> His head exploded <laughs> off in the distance. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I, 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 we need, we need somebody and something. And if Abdul is not going to see the field, I can't see paying him or keeping him on the roster. No. It's just not worth it. Yeah, no. agreed, one hundred percent. Well, thank you guys. No. Really do appreciate you guys. 
Uh, right. Keep doing your show. You guys are killing it. Thanks, man. Really appreciate that. Thanks a lot for calling. Cheers, Vinny. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, bud. All right. Well, there we go. We'll throw the, the number out here one more time. We like to keep these to about an hour, so we're, we're, we're getting there. Sure. Uh, 248-782-8384. So you want to talk about Kenny Galladay? We talked about him a little bit. He looked good out there. Uh, where were we? We're on yeah. Agnew. Did you you didn't get to weigh in too much on Agnew, Mike? What do you think? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't really. But the I, I, we got another caller, Mike. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before he gets started. Well, hey, no, I can hop off. You guys are about to hop on a subject. No, I don't no. want to cut you off. No, that's great. It no, was actually funnier to, know, to cut him off. <laughs> no, no, no. I can I can cut off and start again and cut off and start again. Oh, look at you. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> How well, you doing, man? What's your name? <laughs> my name's Alex. I'm over in New York now. Uh, but uh, just, I mean, watching this game, I, I'm not the most well-versed as far as, you know, sch- like schemes go and everything like that. I just yell at the TV when my, you know, my boys aren't winning. There you go. Um, that's, that's the best way to but, play, uh, I think, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like looking how the offenses were at each other. It just felt like every time we had the ball, we had to fight for every single inch. And even in the red zone, we fought for every single inch. And then we see these little flutter plays. They just kind of like throw the ball in the air. It just floats a little bit. And, you know, some, some jag off with a fucking star on his back catches it and just slowly kind of saunters on. And I get, we, they have Ezekiel Elliott, which is just a ram, but like, it just feels odd that we don't, we've never gotten that like nice floating little corner. Even when we had Megatron, he had to jump 12 feet in the air and grab it. We just never had that. I don't know if that's not part of our offensive to kind of lead everyone to the other side. Um, but it's just something that's just weird that it's just, it's always this n- never ending fight. And then when we're on the red zone defense, they've got a guy wide open. Yeah. And I could be watching this game completely wrong. No. Or I might be smoking <laughs> a little too much, but I'm just felt like, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> it was it was just it was it was a hard game to watch just from it, it, it you know arthur talked about flow that's one thing you like when you're watching a football game you like it you like the continuous stream of action you like to see first down second down third down you know and then whatever happens you know first down second down mm-hmm. first down third down whatever but you like to see that grind you like to see the 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 kind of the it's almost like a boxing match unfold right you like to see the the plays unfold and every time one of those yellow flags pops out it stops everything it wrecks everything and you know part of play calling is getting into your opponent's head and if you get let them clear their head every time or between every other play you, you don't get to do anything and then now you're just you're just basically throwing darts at a at a playbook and hoping you you pick the play that mm-hmm. works against what they're putting on the field it's it doesn't work and um th- that lack of flow in this game Arthur made a great like I said Arthur made a great point on that and uh I think that was a, a key part of it and you know the refs piece they they played their part as well so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just makes for a tough tough product to watch <laughs> Yeah. Yes. But I mean, in the end of the day, man, it was so good to see Galladay really start catching this momentum. I mean, uh, my buddy back in Chicago, he went to high school with the kid. And um, it oh, was just wow. funny to see him kind of rise from the ranks. And we've always called him that boy from Illinois. And he's just been killing it ever since. And it's, it's like good to name. see us, you know, plus, <laughs> <laughs> feel free to steal it, man. Uh, um, I, I but will. yeah, it's good to see a plus <laughs> six wide receiver. 
<laughs> that boy from <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> yeah, no, he was well, he, he's guys, great, man. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, thanks for calling, dude. I yeah, appreciate yeah, it, man. Yeah, you guys into Gallaudet. Hey, right. no, I appreciate you guys. You've been talking me off a lot of edges and a lot of toasters. So I appreciate <laughs> the positivity you guys always have. Well, thanks, man. Thanks, man. All right, you, you have a good one. Yeah, you too. Cheers, dude. I think we, we've got another caller here. Mike, cool. you get a hold on to that thought. Hey, Carl, what's your name? It's all right. I'll let it keep forming. It's fine. <laughs> hey, caller, what's your name? Hey, how's it going? It's Mike, guys. Hey, Mike. How's it going? You got you, You're okay? You, you sound a little... Like the game got to you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we're losing him. Oh, there. We're, we're losing you a little bit Can there. You hear but, me? Yeah, there you are. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a little bit down because of the game. Uh, <laughs> every Sunday, it's sort of a, sort of the same story. But the one, the one point I wanted to make real quick was that we talk about uh, players who have great careers outside of this team, and then they come here, and then they get lionized, right? Mm-hmm. I think we, we have to, you know, it, it's one thing if, like, over the last five to ten years, we're a really terrible team. But it's not that. We all know we're very well acquainted with all the random bounces that go the wrong way, the refs, like, making egregious calls against us. Um, you know, the whole litany of things, right? If someone ever made a documentary, it would be the most depressing documentary ever. But if it's happening for, like, 30 to 40 years, and, and I know people want to immediately talk about the ownership, that's one thing. But I think there is, and I don't want, people always talk about also the culture of the team. It's less even that, like, because people have come in here, they've cleaned house, like, yep, we're, we're turning over a new leaf. But there's just some bad juju around this team. And <laughs> anytime something goes wrong, it's immediately like, you can tell the players are deflated, the fans are deflated, and if Martha can see anything, she's probably deflated too, <laughs> up, up, in the, up up in the box. So <laughs> I'm not saying we need an exorcism, but we need something, because there's some bad juju around the team. <laughs> Start wearing garlic necklaces. <laughs> you know what? We might be able to do something with that <laughs> for home games. Start just putting garlic around the the field. <laughs> you know, it's 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 funny. But, we talked yeah. about that the first time we we talked to Brandstetter. He was talking about just how many how outrageous some of the things that have happened to this team. The guy. Oh, not, God, I'm, I got a hockey player's name stuck in my head. I can't remember the player's name, but um, was out mowing his lawn and got hit by a car and killed. I mean, it's like, how did things like this happen to a team over and over and over again? It's just like, and it's it's just, you know, it, it's from bounces like this, calls like this, to guys getting run over in the front lawn. I mean, it's the whole slew. There's just not a break to be caught anywhere and I, I i just don't understand it so it's got to change mm-hmm. right everything has to regress to the mean that's that's where like i i really am not typically a superstitious guy and um mm-hmm. i i know things regress to the mean and there's a point i mean we've got probably a 50 year super bowl run coming up here that uh <laughs> We've got it all, all in the bank, out. man. Right? I mean, eventually, if you flip the quarter enough times, it'll, the heads and tails will be equal, right? No. Oh, I'm and sorry. I, a shilling, I think Mike. That is, yeah, and I think that is the case. The only thing I would just add is that 
it, that only works if the quarter is perfectly balanced in terms of weight on both sides. <laughs> that's, that's <a> <laughs> if there's something structurally wrong with the way the league handles Lions games, I, I, I actually question from an NFL's perspective, what is their incentive in having a, a good Lions team? Because we're coming to the games regardless. And then furthermore, it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy where we're like the guy in, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the Da Vinci Code who's like, flagellating himself like regardless of like what's happening with the team even if we lose we're like oh we're coming back next sunday it doesn't matter so they're like let's keep yeah. the narrative going let's keep screwing them over and see how much they'll take <laughs> it's true man i've spent so much money around this damn team i mean it's just like what am i doing <laughs> what kind of an idiot am I? Oh, it's it'll regress to the mean i know it i know we're coming back it's gonna be fine <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Andrusek. Thank you very much, um, old thank school you, warrior. Guys. Yeah, hey, thanks a lot, caller. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it was Andrusek. I was thinking Andrusek. Uh, okay, I was, uh, <laughs> this is in hockey. Thank you very much. What uh, a way to go. That's the guy that was uh, mowing his lawn. That is it. Mm. So yeah, quickly, oh. Agnew. Never heard of him. Yeah, no. Good returner. Couldn't be a running back. Let's 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 not keep him as a cornerback, please. You don't think so? <laughs> All right, yeah, he's he's did, a great kicker. You genuinely kick took me by surprise, and I was thinking, geez, did I miss something? No. <laughs> no. Oh man! No. I mean, no, he did not. He did not perform well in that role today. Um, I have to say, we've talked about the the outlook for the rest of this season and the outlook going beyond the season. I am I am I remain optimistic. I really do. I know I've sort of grumbled a fair bit throughout this show about what I think has gone wrong. Um, haven't even really talked about the lack of pass rush yet. Maybe we'll save that for a bit later. That was that was that was a key failure, I think, for but, the for this game is the lack of pass rush. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, and but, I, I can't believe we didn't talk about I, that. Yep. Go ahead. No, we didn't. But I'll park that for a moment. I have to say, I, I even though we're what one and three. <laughs> Feels uncomfortable even saying that at this yeah. stage of the season, yeah, especially coming off the back of that win we saw last week. I have to say I do remain optimistic for not necessarily this season as a playoff contender. I think eight and eight is still within the realms of possibility. No, no, you put your toaster away, my dude. Won't even work on my voltage. <laughs> it, so, it, it works better in the bathtub with your voltage. <clears throat> do you know what? You're probably right. It, it, it would probably work in the whole hot tub. You can, you can do a multi a yeah. multi deal, yeah. Good corrupt, fun for the whole family. All the Lions fans of Nottinghamshire into my mate's hot tub. Just launch that thing from a height. Spectacular. But no, I I, I we we've got a rookie head coach. Mm-hmm. We're not playing as bad football as we saw in week one and week two. I I I don't see us being. Do I? I don't want to say I don't see us being a playoff contender, even though I kind of feel that way because. I feel like I'm giving up on the season way too early for that. Mm. There's so much that can happen uh, to the Lions and any other team that we're likely to face, including our divisional rivals. There's still a lot of football to be played this season. Um, But even beyond this season, I feel like um, Bob Quinn has been called into question. I still have faith in Bob Quinn. Patrick is the man for the head coach job for us at the moment. He's in his rookie year. You I make mistakes, you learn from them, you move on. As yeah. long as you don't keep repeating them, I don't have a problem with that per se. 
And, you know, the thing about Bob Quinn, people have been down on some of his picks. They're by mm-hmm. far, across the board, better picks than Mayhew had in his best years. Yep. And he isn't picking first overall, right? No. No. <laughs> so no. And free agency moves have been pretty good as well. Some of the guys you picked up in free agency have been absolutely solid. So I, I, uh, this season to me is still up very much up in the air as to how we're going we're gonna to see it out. I'm really looking forward to seeing it unfold, though. Uh, I didn't get to answer about the Packers earlier either. Oh, I'm, yeah, go for it. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking home field advantage will play into this. It's going to be tight. I'm, I think we're going to see a similar game to what we saw today in terms of scoreline. It's going to be a narrow margin, is my, my thinking. But a Lions win at home against Green Bay. Yeah. I hope, because... One of my colleagues at work is a Packers fan, and I would love to lord it over him on Monday morning. So, (laughs) (laughs) we'll see. Oh, man. We'll see. All right. For the folks in the the chat, I gave you a a link, and you just search up um, toaster, and you can get yourself a nice Detroit Lions toaster and join the the hot tub party. Hot yeah. tub time machine. <laughs> Do you want to talk a bit more about the pass rush or the lack thereof? Let's let's hit that really quick. Um, just, just briefly, we didn't have one. No, we needed one desperately. That uh, in the Devin end Kennard? killed us. Absolutely killed us in the end. That last yeah. drive. Um, yeah, fine. Jared Davis is in coverage on on Zeke Elliott. Not supposed to be supposed to have safety help. All that kind of stuff. But never was there any. Thing even close to threatening Dak, and you can't give any quarterback in the NFL that kind of time to throw the ball because they'll no. tear you apart. They'll absolutely nope. tear you apart. Hundred percent. Um, big big gap for us, definitely. But again, it's one of those things we said earlier on. There's so many little bits and pieces, some big bits and pieces. If you could turn one of those around, it wouldn't be a two point deficit at the end of the game. No. You are correct, sir. All right. Well, with that, let's let's call it a show. We got a we got our hour in. We got more than an hour. Man, we're so we give these guys so much, don't we? We're givers. Hmm. Well, you always say you're a grower, though. But anyway, look. Remember, <laughs> the show needs your involvement. Use the comments and subreddit. Give us your feedback. I uh, love that uh, that feedback, and it's very very helpful. Also, don't forget to rate us and give us those five stars on the kind of a podcast aggregators wherever you find us. Also, Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. As little as a dollar a month gets you signed up for all kinds of fun, Slack chat, all the other stuff. It's a it's a good time there. Uh, don't forget about us on face, Facebook either. Uh, Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, and follow us on the Twitter at DET Lions podcast, DET Lions podcast. It's the very best place to see Mike. With no pants on, just for you, Chris. Thank you. Wait, that's it for me. Oh. <laughs> just for you, my friend. That, that, that made it a little so too personal. <laughs> All right. Uh, be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast so we can come in your little bots automatically. We will be coming to you again Tuesday night, Wednesday morning with our next podcast. I'll be in Puerto Rico this time, so it should be exciting. Uh, Thank you for tuning in, and we're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. It's your Detroit Lions 
and Reddit connection. Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. Go Lions.